Well, before I do that, though, let me say thank you guys so much for having me. It's well, been you. a joy. Um, and thank you guys, too, I second Eric, with, like, your you all's transparency and, and vulnerability. Um, it's not easy doing that as um, as someone from the culture, but even just as a black male, right? And so um, that's something that's so powerful, to be able to see you all exude such strength um, and, and passion and vulnerability. Like, that says a lot, and that's changing the world. So please keep doing what you're doing and how you're doing it, because it is definitely needed. So thank you for that. Hops and Stocks podcast is presented by 100 Spoke Media Group. We encourage our listeners to drink responsibly. Please note, we are not financial advisors. We do not offer or provide financial advice. I'm Spoke affiliated from the city of Jim. Welcome back to the Hops and Stocks podcast brought to you by 100 Spoke Media Group. This is episode 41. One. Uh, today we'll have joining us here shortly special guest Charisma Hazel. Charisma is a program manager and mental health therapist. So we're looking forward to a inter- interesting conversation. Um, but like we always do about this time, man, let's hop off into these beers. We got my man beat up. What you got in your can, brother? Oh, you ain't even yeah. got a can. Well, well, well. Well, basically what I have tonight. No, I'm just yeah, you, you're, 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 you're a canless. I'm not even canned up this episode, as you can see. If you can see that. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Trippy. This is compliments of our good folks at uh, New Belgium. Um, This is New Belgium from the Belgian collection. Trippel. Um, 8.5 on the uh, ABV. Breweries out of Colorado. Um, they was nice enough to send us a care package, uh, two 12s of, uh, of assorted offerings. Um, Eric has one tonight. Uh, he'll be um, reviewing. But um, like I said, this is 8.5 on the ABV. It's uh, 43 on the IBU. It won a um, gold medal at the um, Great American Beer Fest. Oh, okay. So it's pretty. It looks like it's a decent um, beer. Um, I've had this before. Um, smooth on the um, on the opening. So it look like yeah, classic color. It's yeah, I think that was referred to as a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, don't don't even do it. Yeah, R. Kelly type color. Oh, oh man, <laughs> looks like canine whiz. <laughs> <laughs> So this is this is nice right here. It's light, it's crisp. Um, off the open is um, you can taste that citrus. You can smell that citrus. Um, at the back end of it, you can tell it's got some booziness to it. It's probably why it has that eight point five on it. Um, so yeah. Oh, it has the the hops on it. I'm not too familiar with hops, but it says it has sayas. Hallertau and Millerfrau. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But... <laughs> Man, that's some exotic hops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is some uh, international hops. But uh, yeah, this is not too far off of your, uh, you know, your domestics. It's right on par with Bud Corona. A little bit more potent than that um, at 8.5. I get this a solid four right here. What was the style of beer on that one? 
It's a Belgian, Belgian style. Okay. So once shout again, out to uh, Cat D for getting that into our hands. And shout out to Ryan for making the introduction. Um, yeah, what up, Ryan? You see the, you see the bottle, bottle um, art right there. It's a decent, decent, decent offering right here. You can get these at uh, Kroger. So if you get a Kroger nearby, you can go ahead and pick this up. I, I would recommend this. Mm-hmm. I get it a, a solid Is that a man and two women on the, on the label? No, nah, man. It's three women. <laughs> oh, I thought there was a man in the middle. <laughs> Okay. I guess I guess that explains the triple. Yeah, I'll say symbolic or something. Some type, of, <laughs> type of menage there. And beat up takes the oop. <laughs> Once again, this is Trippel, New Belgium, Belgian style, coming in at a uh, 8.5 on ABV, a solid four. So what you got there, Blast? I'm uh, taking it back to the hometown tonight, uh, Dayton, Ohio, in the house, Branch and Bone, Artisan Ales. Oh, yeah. I have uh, something called a Soft Temple. It's a Berliner-style Weiss with blueberry, cherry, vanilla, and Toll's is favorite. It's got some of that toast in it. Beautiful can. Nice. Yeah, I've seen that joint. And then I'm sure uh, you guys will like the color on this joint. Oh, oh. please tell me fire. I, I hope so, man. The nose is giving off, you know, a lot of the, the fruit. Uh, definitely getting that cherry. I don't know if I'm getting the blueberry. Um, five percenter. So let's see what it's tasting like, man. Yeah, not bad. This is a... Uh, Reminiscent of uh, what's that joint beat up that you had? Uh, I think it was a Sonder one. It's got that red color. A crumble? Oh, the crumble? Crumble, crumble, yeah. A little, a little, a little more tart than the crumble, I would say. Um, but it's not sour. It's just got a little bit of a tang to it. Good summer drink, man. Um, you know we having that heat wave in our part of the country so this would be a nice one to chill back with in the ac i think i'm gonna give it a four i'll give it a four even Mm, two fours it's a good start uh, who's next mr toler yeah what i have here this evening fellas is a b nectar Sunrise, Ooh. me with pineapple. God, I was uh, I man, was intrigued man, I was by the whole thing. Huh? No, I was gonna say I think that's gonna be fire. It has to be fire. Yeah, I was I was intrigued by the the me talk you all had. I think it was last on the last pod. So uh, this is out of Ferndale, Michigan. It's only a five point five APV, but uh, this is what it looks like. That's kind of low for mead. Meads are usually uh, like up in the teens because it's wine or wine-ish. So nothing on the nose. I I can't even breathe, so really nothing on the nose. (laughs) You know, you on mute, man. What's the ABV? Five. Five 5.5. It said it goes from five to like 20-something. It's good, man. Told you, man. It's um, honey. Honey and pineapple. Yeah, you get those yeah, I'm getting I'm getting the honey and the pineapple. It's a nice smooth 
smooth taste, like you said, on a hot day. It's not, you know, it's not real heavy. It's for those wine drinkers. If you if you just drink wine, you're trying to transition to beer. That's a good buffer right there. Yeah, I was just trying to. I was trying to do something a little light today, and it it works for me. Um, for what it is, I, I would give it. I'm gonna stay with you all four. I give it a four. It's pretty where, good. Where are they out of, Doug? Um, uh, Ferndale, Michigan. Ferndale, Michigan. Okay. Blue. Yeah, I was talking to uh, <clears throat> the owner of. Uh, it's called Garrett. Gary Gist or Gary Grist. I can't remember if it's a two R's in there or not. And he was describing what meads were in the process. And um, it's basically, you know, honey based. And so he said, that's why it's really easy for them to nail like those fruit notes and like peanut butter. He said, they don't, it's like mead doesn't take well to like chocolate notes and things like that. But he's like, those, <clears throat> excuse me, those fruit notes, it was like, it's really easy to nail those fruit notes when you do mead. I like the fact that, uh, you know, when it's a place that specializes in meads, they're called a meadery. Mm-hmm. Sweet name. Sweet. Told you. Uh, Look, I think you're on mute. Sorry about that, man. I don't want to be coughing on the pod. Uh, yeah, when, when I looked it up online, it said a tap room and it was called a meadery. That's what, that's what they were called, tap room meaderies. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and tap into this brew. Um, I went with, I'm sorry, New Belgium as well, this pod. Uh, Voodoo Ranger Juice Force IPA. Uh, it's a hazy IPA. Checking in at 9.5%, which is a, a great percentage for an IPA, in my opinion. Um, this thing is fire, man. The IBUs, I looked it up real quick because it has zero bitterness. Um, it's 30 on the IBU scale, and you can tell off the first sip. Like, it smells citrusy, so you get those, like, orange and and grapefruit notes. Probably more orange than grapefruit, more orange and lemon. Um, you can see the color. It's a nice golden color. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stay away from from the last comment. Oh, man, it's a I'm nice like, golden cup. We ain't gonna ever be able to have regular brewing. <laughs> nah, man. Everybody gonna have to be drinking shit like this. <laughs> I know it. It's a little cloudy, so you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, just take water. <laughs> yeah, drink more water. If it comes out and it looks like this, drink more water. But yeah, this is. Um, this is fire, you man. You're like tracker. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was gonna say something, but I was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna leave it alone." I was gonna try to keep it moving, and we're gonna have That's to go you, back yeah. to back with the fish reels. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get this joint a four and a quarter, man. I, I was gonna go four and a, you know what? No, nah, I'm gonna go four and a half. I, I like this joint a lot. I'm gonna go four and a half. Um. Definitely a, a beer that's that's sessionable for the summertime, beach, pools, you know what I'm saying, cutting grass, whatever you're doing. It, sessionable it has, and beach. You just said sessionable and beach. Hey, man. Sessions on the beach. Lead up. I'm out, I'm out hey. here throwing all sorts of assists tonight. <laughs> yeah, you're out here. Right. Don, this is a good one, man. Seriously, like, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't drink like an IPA, and it doesn't, being 9.5%, you would think that it may have a little bit of booziness. Like, there's no booziness at all. Like, this is 
Shout out to New Belgium, man. This one's fire. Yeah, Juice look out for that one. I know. I know they've seen that those skulls in their local Kroger. If you've seen that, go ahead. Go ahead and pick that up. You won't yeah. be disappointed. Oh, uh, the price of the six pack. It's like twelve dollars. So I mean, you can't beat that. What's the ABV? Nine point five. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and you get a whole six. Six pack. Obviously. Yeah. Wow. Six pack. Yeah. So that might be my summer brew, man. Oh, before mm-hmm. I forget, let me shout out uh Jason Neely for uh, sending me the shirt. I inspire. Oh, nice. Hey, that's what's up. On, um, uh, Instagram under Jason Neely for his uh for his site. Order up. This can't be getting all of the shit, man. I don't get nothing. Man, I'm. Hey, listen to that. If you want me to model your ish on our pod, <laughs> <it's tough. laughs> I'm like, they already are. This man's getting are. shirts, free brew. You know what I'm saying? Dub does that, man. <laughs> Go ahead, inbox. We can make this happen, man. Sponsorship, Dub, man. It's, it's it's four members of the group. So if you're sending something, you need to send four. Get <laughs> yeah, us up in the DM for sizes and all those kind of specs. <laughs> nah, you already got to DM me. Send me an XL. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. It looks like like Charisma's on. Welcome, Charisma. How are you? How you doing? You see? Hi, guys. Sorry. Hold on. It's taking me a minute. Okay, there we go. Hello there. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, welcome to the Hot to Talks podcast. That's the beach you were talking about, E. Yeah. Sessions on the beach. That's lovely where she's at. I heard, yeah, I, was say, I heard something about some sessions on the beach over there. Oh. So, um, <laughs> <Right>. okay. <laughs> it does that. <laughs> Goes down, I'm just saying. Yes, apparently. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Welcome to our show. Um, we introduced you earlier, um, but if you want to elaborate on your background, go ahead. Yeah, sure. So um, let me first say, please excuse me, I'm recording covering from a sinus cold, so my voice is like, you know, all raspy. I don't sound like this on a regular basis, I promise. Um, same boat. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so, of course, my name's Charisma Hazel. So I'm a... I think I have COVID. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Well, he, he took it a step further of your sinus cold. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he I'm said we're in the same boat. <laughs> We're in, a, we're in the same boat. I have COVID. Um, well, that's that's a different boat. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to put you in his boat. Yes. He was like, nah, I'm, I ain't trying to hop in that we're boat. The same, we're in the same that's storm. Same storm. Right, right. We're in the same storm. Okay, we're the same storm. But yes, yeah, so again, my name is Charisma Hazel. I am a licensed counselor, national certified counselor, and I am the program manager for Poppy's Therapeutic Corner. Um, so a little bit about me, been in the mental health profession for about uh, five or six years. Um, I started off as a mental health case manager, and then I moved clinically, um, got licensed, and I'm practicing. Um, again, I practice at Poppy's Therapeutic Corner, so we are an all-Black mental health practice where we provide um, psychotherapy. We do individuals, couples, groups, family therapy, and then we also do uh, community-based case management services as well. So our, um, our case managers are out there in the community, you know, finding different resources, helping our clients, um, you know, with um, just kind of tools to help them with their day-to-day basic life um, activities. So, yeah. What's up? 
I was impressed with the website. Like, like you said, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, cool to see, you know, a website with people that look like us. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of times um, when you're looking for help in, in that kind of area, you know, it's, it's helpful to see people that look like you. And it's, it's just a welcoming vibe that the website gives off. And it's, it was something cool to see. I mean, I, you know, we're doing our research on you and I looked up mm-hmm. the site and I was just like, man, this is impressive. You know, it gave everybody's picture, the credentials. It was just like, all right, it felt real, real homey. You know, if you, if you yeah. uh, are looking for something, you know, I definitely uh, would look at that website. And I mean, it's, there was so many options too. Yeah. You'll find somebody you're comfortable with, I'd imagine. Somebody, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. Uh, we appreciate that. We have a wonderful staff, um, you know, a great a great team. We have, um, we do obviously telehealth services, but we uh, we do have offices in the Kettering area as well as in the Roseland area. So, yeah. So, Charisma, when, you, when you're talking about, like, anxiety and depression, um, you know, talk to us a little bit about the uptick that you may have noticed or, you know, the increase of people needing, you know, therapy or post-pandemic or even pre-pandemic or during the pandemic. Yeah, for sure. So um, the common, um, the, 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 I should say, the, the two common diagnoses that we see is generalized anxiety disorder and major depression. Um, and that came, we really saw um, an increase with that during the pandemic, right? Because the pandemic forced a lot of us to sit down with ourselves and evaluate ourselves and evaluate our lives and make make some decisions and, and adjust. Um, and that, that caused a lot. A lot of people, you know, are used to kind of fast pace and going and they're like, whoa, wait a minute. Now I need to deal with me or deal with my family, deal with my partner. How do I do all of that? And so we saw, again, um, we saw some depression and then we saw some some anxiety. Um, and I do want to highlight here that anxiety is also physical, right? Um, you know, you can have some tight test, uh, excuse me, tight tight chest, there we go, racing uh, racing heartbeats and sweaty palms and things like that, right? Back aches and headaches. And so we saw a lot of those physical symptoms as well. Coming out of the pandemic, a lot of anxiety. Do I wear my mask? Do I not? Everything's back to normal. You know, do I send my kids out to school? Do I still try to, you know, have them here at school? Like, it just, it was a lot. And so we are still seeing people transition and get um, acclimated to the adjustment now that we're kind of opening back up and things are back to normal. Thank you. So what led you? Oh, go ahead, Bido. I was going to say, man, I think these these resources are, are very important. Um, speaking for Black males, a lot of times we're not taught, but a lot of times we hold a lot of our stuff in and we are yeah. told to deal with it on our own and not speak to anyone and just deal with it. And if you do speak on it, it's like you're, you're being kind of soft. Um, and these types of resources are very helpful for you to be able to, to cope with what's going on in your, in your personal life. Um, I personally suffer from major depression and for the longest time, I didn't know what was going on because I had been dealing with it for so long to me it was normal wow so when i did get a chance to speak with somebody i found out that i'm not alone it's other people that i can talk to 
and, and deal with it um, and recognize the, the symptoms I were, I mean, the, the state I was in and now I'm coming up out of it, it's, it's a lot different. And I could recognize in other people those same situations. I had a, a good friend of mine that was going through the same things and I recognized all those symptoms yeah. from the jump and I was able to offer a, a helping hand and, you know, try to get him out of that phone. That's amazing. Um, so let me first say thank you for definitely sharing that with us because that is a um, that is a piece of vulnerability, right? Um, and that's something that um, <clears throat> has or is now becoming more highlighted. Um, one thing that we did see, especially within the Black community, is that you know mental health and the symptoms and the signs and the, the impact is now becoming a thing. And people are recognizing like, oh, you feel this too? I'm not the only one that, you know, recognizes this, or I'm not the only one that sits up at two o'clock in the morning thinking or wakes up and, or man, you, you feel like you kind of sad too about this. Wow. And so we're seeing now um, the pan, you know, from, from the pandemic, we're seeing kind of like a collective group kind of stand together and be like, hey, I noticed this and I noticed this because I got it going on too. All right, let's let's stick together and get some help. And so that is just wonderful that you're able to to you know be very transparent with that and then also be able to reach out and help someone else because that's truly what it's all about. Yeah. I mean I remember the first time I, I talked to him, I didn't want I didn't want to say anything to my psychiatrist. I didn't want to say anything to him. And then like the second time I opened up to him and I was just like, man, man, am I crazy? He was like, no, you're not crazy. He was just like, um, you just been depressed for your whole life. You don't know anything other than that. Wow. Yeah. So he's just like, you can deal with it. He's like, I'm going to help you get through it. And that's all. That's what I needed. And then I had my friends around, which is a good support system for me. So, you know, they check up yeah. on me, things of that nature. So, it, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a work in progress. Wow. That's good. That's good. I think one of the things that you just touched on, B-Dub, is asking the question, like, am I crazy? <clears throat> Excuse me, because so many times, I know in the past, like, we stereotype or we classify everyone that has a mental health issue as crazy. So nobody wants to speak up because they don't want to be looked at as crazy. Um, and it seems like the narrative has changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I believe it was Charlemagne the God that wrote a book maybe three, four, five years ago that kind of got that conversation going for basically the culture. Um, and so I think today it's a lot more accepted to reach out for therapy and to get help right. yeah. and people aren't as judgmental <laughs> when you are seeking help. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, for sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. I definitely noticed that too. Um, I, you know, I think we're moving from a place of, um, the stereotypes of like, well, what happens in this house stays in this house. Um, or don't go and tell no one because that means that they're going to put you in a straitjacket and ship you off somewhere. Or, oh, if you say that you're experiencing this, that means that they're going to medicate you and you're going to be crazy and you're going to go get a disability check or whatever, whatever it was, right? Um, but we're moving from a place uh, you know, that to like, oh, you don't got a therapist? Or, oh, you don't even yeah. see it, so I'm going to my yeah. therapy appointment. Like, it's like, it's the norm. It's the it's the thing to do. It's the end thing, if you will, to do. And it's it's great because people are making a decision to be a better and a more healthier them. Um, 
And again, they're coming into awareness. And that's what um, I think was a big piece that, you know, our culture was missing is just awareness of it. Like, just because you have depression or anxiety or PTSD, it doesn't mean that you can't make it through it. It doesn't mean that you're going to go off somewhere and, you know, everybody's going to be in your business. That's not what it is. And so it's great to see people take that step for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, it's real refreshing. And B-Dub, thanks for sharing your story. That is mm-hmm. it's less, stigma, less stigmatized. It was always a stigma whenever you brought up mental issues or mental health issues. It was always stigmatized and people were shunned. So, um, you know, and that's that's our culture. That's the black trauma that we've had to deal with, you know, from slavery. Just that trauma has, um, you know, caused people to, you know, like you said, just deal with things in their own way and not always seek um uh, professional help so um one question i had was you know how do you identify the difference between maybe going through an episode and just you know all out you know a mental health crisis does that make sense i mean well i I guess the crisis episode would be the same thing um you know how as a therapist how do you distinguish between just the episode and maybe some 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 real un underlining issues going on you breaking up good yeah but i think i got the question okay um so let me let me just clarify are you saying like you know the difference between something long-term versus a temporary moment yes yeah okay um so really we do we gather information, right? Um, and it's really d- depending upon um, what are um, or what were some of the triggers. Um, we're looking at longevity as well. So, is this a common thing that you've seen in your past? Is this something that is possibly recent? Um, did something recent happen to where now it has triggered? all of these emotions um, and all of these symptoms. Um, So really by the process of gathering some information um, and of course basing that and being clinically sound, um, we can kind of determine whether or not this is like something full on or this is just kind of a moment. Even like with with depression, um, you know, we can can determine if this is what's, uh, what's called a single episode or a reoccurring episode. And it's, it's just kind of based off of, um, you know, lines of questions and, and some information. If we can kind of see or explore like, hmm, this looks a little deeper than, I don't know, my cat fell off the tree. Um, this might be connected to something, you know, in the past, then we can explore that and gather information from that. And that's how we can tell if that, if that answers your question. Yeah, that's that's right on. Thanks. Sorry, sorry about my internet. I don't know what's going on with it. Charisma, I wanted to back up with you um, a second. Um, I, I think we jumped right right in because we got so much to try to cover. Um, but if you can, um, give us maybe a general a general explanation of the benefits of a, a therapy program. Yeah, sure. So a lot of people think, um, William, that something must be wrong to go to therapy. 
right? A lot of people think like, man, something drastic must have happened, something tragic must have happened um, in order for me to go and see a therapist. And that's not true. Whether there's something going on in your life or there isn't, therapy is always really great because number one, um, therapy can provide you with different skills um, to, as I like to say, weather the storm. If, if it's happening now, or if it's going to happen. Um, not only that, though, but therapy provides an outlet um, that you can kind of get an unbiased opinion. Sometimes we go and we just talk to our friends or our family, and, you know, they didn't heard this situation about 50 million times already, right? And they're probably like, listen, I didn't told you to do this or what have you. But, but for someone who's kind of outside of the situation, um, you know, they're able to kind of give, get some insight. Um, you know, therapy does not tell you what to do, but we as therapists, we just, uh-oh, did I freeze? Uh, we can still hear you. Okay. I yeah, look frozen. You're, you're, I don't know. If my internet your screen was frozen a little bit, but we can still hear you. Okay. Okay, great. Um, but um, yeah, again, so therapists, like, we don't really tell people what to do, right? But we just give different perspectives, that one can look out of. And that's what it's all about, right? It's just, hey, here's another framework. Here's another lens that you can possibly look out um, or look at this situation in. And then if you choose to, let's rock with it. Let's, let's walk, walk this through. Um, and so again, benefits, you get to prepare yourself um, and or learn how to deal with certain situations in a more healthy and efficient way. Yeah, I think you I think you hit on two things uh, that resonated with me. Um, B-Dub, I've also, um, I, I imagine all of us have been to therapy. Matter of fact, show of hands, fellas, if you've been to therapy. <laughs> all right, half of the crew. Um, I, I, I ain't front. Well, here, before we even go any further, man, like, I know I need it. I have not been. Like, I have a lot of trauma from, <clears throat> um, you know what I'm saying, my, my mom passing away that I know I haven't dealt with, and I've used... Um, a lot of different coping methods um, to kind of, quote, unquote, keep myself out of depression, whether it's traveling, whether it's just kind of, quote, unquote, living my life so I don't allow myself to get down in dark spaces. But I know I have a lot of underlying issues that I need to deal with. Um, like, I nothing's manifested itself. Like, I haven't had any, any episodes or anything like that. But I know... Um, in the long term that I need to go talk to somebody to deal with the grief that I'm experiencing. And like I said, I've just been masking it by quote unquote living my life and just, you know what I'm saying? Kind of not, I don't want to say not giving an F because obviously I still do, but it's, it's just, it keeps me out of that dark space. It's like, if I'm having fun, if I'm living life, then I don't have time to go into that dark space. But you know what, E man, <clears throat> I, I, I feel like, a thousand pounds was lifted off my back after I talked to somebody because mm -hmm. I've been holding in for so long. I'm talking about from like 11 till probably I was in you know, late thirties. I have been holding it in. As soon as I talk to somebody, I'm like, okay, now I'm talking to somebody who knows what they're doing and can give me some type of guidance. Cause I didn't know what the, I was doing. I was just in my room. I, sometimes I wouldn't even open the shades. It'd just be dark in here. And I liked it like that for years. I wouldn't do nothing. I was just in this bad, just rut. As soon as I talked to him, 
I felt like, all right, I'm on a good path. And every every week, every session, it got, got better, it got better. Then he got out of the business. I'm like, all right, I'm about to go right <laughs> back, slide right back in. Yeah. <laughs> um, my dad picked it up. My friends picked it up. It helped me a lot because when I, when I feel down, for some reason, when I work out, I feel good. So my dad, yeah. all the time, is working out, working out, working out. All them dopamines and them dopamines. Yep. It make me feel good. So I just work out, work out, work out, work out, work out. Even when I can't work out, I still got y'all around. Y'all keep me up because y'all got upbeat personalities. And I, I'm kind of like low key a little bit. Y'all keep me up. So I, I appreciate y'all for just, just being there for me, man. Yeah, no doubt. And I, I think I think that goes to what Charisma was saying, man. Like the fact that, you know, maybe they don't tell you what to do, but they give you those tools. Like, all right, well, when you find yourself in this situation, you know, maybe try this or try that. And then the other part, at least that was important for me, man, was, you know, just being able to talk to a complete stranger and have no judgment. It was like, right. all right, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, when you're talking to your friends or your family, sometimes it's like, well, shit, if I say this, how is somebody going to look, look at me or whatever? But, you know, when you speaking to somebody whose job is to listen, you know, at least for me, I was more apt to, you know, say my real feelings to that person. And then it translated to like, all right, well, Shit, if I can talk to this person and, you know, say what I really feel, then, you know, maybe I can talk to other people closer to me and, you know, give them the real also. So I, I appreciated the, the tools um, and the no judgment part. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not a guest. I'm not a guest. Can you all, am I keeping up? Can you all hear me? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you're good. You're better. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a guest. I'm just making sure, man, my internet is acting foolish. Um, <laughs> And I, I would definitely seek, uh, you know, professionals' help. Um, but it's, it's almost like it goes back to that black trauma. You know, at what brink do you say, hey, this is enough? You know what I mean? Like, this is too much. Like, I'm dealing with some, I'm dealing with issues with, you know, my mom. And, and a part of me saying, you know, I, I can deal with it. You know, people's gone, people have gone through this before. I'm no different. Um, but, you know, at what at what point should I maybe seek that help? Is there, you know, any suggestion from you all? Like, what point should I go maybe and talk to someone? I had to hit rock bottom, man. Honestly, for me, and you know the situation I'm talking about. I had to hit that level before it was like, and then it wasn't really. I did it on my own. It was like I hit I hit that point, and then it was like, all right, you have to do this. You have to do this. So they just gave me the kind of a roadmap, and I just followed through with it. I could have just been like, okay, I'll do it. And then it like, I ain't doing nothing. But I, I, I stuck with it. I went, you know. Follow, follow through. Follow through with it. Mm -hmm. uh, man. We're going to make sure you so, follow through. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say the, the crazy thing, and if I won't give any specific details. And if I do, we can edit it out. But I remember the situation, and it was like, for me, it was like, yo, what the? Wait, what? You know what I'm no. saying? Like, it, it it made zero sense because you know what I'm saying the amount of time that me and you had spent together, like just kicking them and living life, and it's just like, you know what I mean, it's just like okay, um, good now. I was good at hiding it for so long. I yeah. got hiding in front of y'all, but when I come mm -hmm. home, and it's hell. Mm -hmm. I can up my shirt and saw y'all these scars. It just I was just living in hell. But then I could I could switch it off, and when I come see y'all. And then come yeah. back home, I'm living in hell again. And just right. and then it just came to a head one day, like, no, nah, I can't take it. Yeah. So for yeah, real, my, 
my my question is: Is there, <laughs> is there like something like a, a mental? Like we, we go to the doctor, we do our checkups, we get our physical checkups. Is there like a mental health checkup that you know maybe somebody can subscribe into? And the question I'm about to say this is a real good question. That's a really good question. Um, so there are always, you know, therapists available for consultations. Um, you know, if if you feel like you know, you you might want that, then you most definitely can look that up. You can you can go to um, you know, a therapist and say, Hey, can you, you know, provide what's called an assessment, right? An assessment for me. Gather some information and just see where I'm at. See like what what is your clinical recommendation? Because for some people it might not be like clinically you might not be in a place where you need a weekly session. Um <clears throat> you might can fit every month, bi-weekly or what have you. So you definitely most most can just kind of go in there and just say, can you just check on me, see where I'm at, what do you clinically recommend? And then but I do want to circle back to one of the questions that you asked of like, okay, when do I ask for help? And I would, I would, uh, if you were, in my, if you were in my office, I would challenge you here a little bit. But I would say to you, and and our first session, you, we're about to have a session you, right now. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> but I'm going to challenge you, and I'm going to say, well, at what point are you ready to receive help? Um, at what point will you be willing to say? This is a lot, and you know I possibly could handle it all alone, but I choose not to. I choose to go and get and get get some support, and so you know therapy is all about too. Not only is it you know a therapist thing, but it's a client thing as well. So if you're willing and you're open, um, that's a good point. That's a good starting point. That's a good starting point to be like. Let me go ahead and reach out, um, and and see what see what it can provide. So yeah, she said, "This ain't no session. She get paid for those." Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like my office hours are from nine. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on the beach. Okay, no, I'm on the beach right now. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> as far as like, as I know there's a, a financial component to all this stuff. Let's just say somebody recognizes <laughs> they want to get help. They're not employed. Would that be a deterrent to coming and seeking help, knowing that they don't have insurance? Like, would you turn them? Would you guys turn them away? How does that work? So no, at Poppies we don't. Um, we have, um, we have some people who do take clients pro bono. Okay. Okay. So, That's actually good to know. She's, mm -hmm. Hey, she's, she's not one of them. <laughs> I am. I'm not primarily, but. <laughs> Normally I don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> What's no, that? I think there's like a that. reel out there. It's like, yo. My prices are not the cheapest. Like, I am not cheap. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, it is. I mean, but we, so, at, you know, maybe I shouldn't say this, but we do have, um, you know, we have self-pay options. Um, if there are some financial situations, we, you know, can look at that. And there are, of course, it's not not just us. There are other mental health therapists as well that, that do that. Uh, 
<clears throat> excuse me, but we do have people on our staff currently who can take pro bono clients. So if, if insurance is a barrier, if, you know, I'm unemployed, I don't have any money as a barrier, then that's fine. And then, too, that's also where our case managers come in because our case managers help them find employment and they help them work on getting insured and, and things like that. So there's a wealth of resources out there. Um, so that's not a barrier. Good to know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's, it's beautiful that you're in the school system. That's how you and I met in the school yeah. system. Um, and we all have children, <laughs> some, some younger than others. Um, you know, really not a recommendation, but, you know, as we are talking about our our health, our children's mental health is just as important. You know, yeah. what do you recommend? And I was just going to ask that, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, again, there's nothing or nothing has to be wrong in order to enroll in therapy services, right? Or therapeutic services. Um, I would say our children face a lot with the pandemic and coming out of it and going back into the school setting. Um, That's a major transition and adjustment. They went from one grade, some of them were like in seventh, eighth grade, and now they're pushed up in a high school setting when they go come back to in-person and how to adjust and things like that. So I definitely recommend for the children, um, you know, get them involved in, if there's maybe groups, any type of youth groups that's going on, get them involved in that um, to help them continue to build that the social interpersonal skills that they missed being in the pandemic for almost two years, right? They missed that development. They missed that growth piece. So definitely, again, if there's any type of groups, it, <clears throat> if you're, you know, the schools have any type of mental health providers, get them enrolled in services. Again, nothing, it doesn't have to be nothing wrong, but they can help keep them on track, keep them, you know, on pace and give them tools to use when situations do come up. Um, is your particular um, company involved in any community efforts to kind of spread the word about mental health services and, and things like that to the community? Yeah, so um, as they come across our desk, and we're aware of them. Yeah, we do. We, we've done um, a few um, events. I think like a, a few weeks ago, we were just actually at New Prospect Church. Um, and it was nothing but like health. It, it was a health and wellness expo. Um, so we were there educating, um, you know, educating, educating the community, making them aware. We just had an event last Saturday down in Dayton, again, making, making people aware um, and things like that. So um, as, as, again, as they come across our desk and we can make it, we're there in, in the community because that's the biggest piece is the education piece is the awareness piece and is the piece to say, hey, you don't have to face what you're facing alone. What are some uh, what are some gems that you can give us to kind of like deal with stress? <laughs> one one way that one way that I've 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 kind of dealt with stress, um, just pandemic and, and all that is, you know, we we created this podcast, just three, four, four or five friends talking, and it, it's kind of been like an outlet. So what other outlets do you recommend maybe people take on who are dealing with, you know, stress or things like that? 
Yeah. Yeah. So one, I would say this podcast sounds and it feels super cool, super fun, you know, so <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Um, so self-care is, is a huge, huge, huge thing, right? And it's a huge topic right now. And a lot of people are like, well, what is self-care? I don't self-care. I don't know. The best way that I can describe it is um, it is an activity. It is something that is done, that is said, that pours into you. Um, and sometimes we don't necessarily have the time to do that, right? But you have to be intentional about doing that. Um, something that I recommend, um, be intentional with how you start your day. Um, be intentional about the tone that you're setting for the for the day. I'm gonna give you, I'll give y'all a little a little tidbit here, but there is a book called um inspirational mornings and they use they use an acronym called savers okay they use an acronym called savers and what savers stands for is the s is inscribing affirmation visualization no backtrack excuse me silence affirmation visualization um exercise, reading, and then scribing. And what you are scribing, you're scribing a to-do list for the next day. Okay. And so um, I I normally teach teach my clients and myself set at least about, you know, 30, 45 minutes before you wake up and have to start your day. Set that out and, and try your best to do those, to do those acronyms. Silence, whether that's your prayer, your meditation, you know, what, what happens, sit, sit in silence for a second, um, express gratitude, A, your affirmations. Another thing that's going to debunk stress is instead of saying, man, I got to go to work and deal, deal with these kids, I get to go to work and deal with these kids, right? So um, my affirmations. I am strong or I am a great professional today. I will be productive. Visualization. Visualize how you want your day to go. Um, you know, I want to be the person that responds to all 100 emails that come to my email today. And I'm going to visualize that and I'm going to feel grateful and be productive with that. Okay. Exercising. You know, little 10 little jumping jacks, get your body going, what have you. Reading. Try to read at least 10 pages a day of a book that pours into you, whether, whether it's a self-help book, I don't know, a mystery book, what have you. And then your to-do list for the day before, excuse me, for, for the day um, afterwards. So that way you're ahead. So you're not stressed out about, well, I know tomorrow I'm going to have to do this, 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 this. You already can set the tone, if you will, for your day. Um, another thing, another quick little thing is grounding, grounding techniques, five, four, three, two, one. Um, so when you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling stressed, you're, you know, your mind is racing. Um, I, I say Google five, four, three, two, one. It's like five things you can taste. Four things you can touch, three things you can you can smell, two things you can see, right? Um, and so that what that does is that grounds you back to the here and now, and that breathe that recensors you, and you can just take a few deep breaths and say, okay, what's my next step in this moment? 
and then you're able to think clearly. Um, so there's lots, lots of little, lots of little tidbits. Um, if you know you're into like essential oils, have you know have that going? Maybe in your office, in your car, whatever that looks like. Take take some deep breaths, um, and just take things one step at a time. Sometimes we got to do things moment by moment, and that's okay, right? That's okay. And so, um, uh, lastly. The biggest tidbit I can say is give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. We give grace to other people um, all day, every day, right? Um, but we don't necessarily give it to us. And so it's okay that you might not have everything in this moment um, or you're feeling overwhelmed in this moment. You've never been in this moment before and you're the best you that you can be in that moment. So give yourself grace. What was that again? Charisma, inspiration. Let's be. Let's be. Um, morning, morning inspiration. Let me let me just make sure though that I'm giving you. I want the people to be like, um, I can't find the book. But <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you feel about cannabis? About <laughs> <laughs> so what? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. He joking. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry gonna, about it. <laughs> we gonna gloss right on over that. Okay. Oh. How do you feel about the sweet Chiba? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also that, right? Um, <laughs> there is also that. Miracle Morning. That's what it's called. See, I knew I got it wrong. I'm sorry. Miracle Morning is the name of the book. <laughs> sweet. Miracle Morning. Christmas. I, um... like morning inspiration. I don't know where my man is. <laughs> okay. It wasn't even close. So, something in that water, charisma. Something in right. That water. So, <laughs> 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 the last tidbit so, is a little bit of clear liquor. <laughs> right. <laughs> Want to review that right. water? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did, was alcohol part of any of those uh, fossil? <laughs> <laughs> was it, that, that, is that part of any any of my coping skills? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Christmas, like we can, you know, obviously we can hear the passion in your voice when you when you speak about, you know, the mental health field. What actually got you into it? Like, wow. what made you choose so, this as a career? Crazy. Path? Yeah, you want to hear a crazy story? So, this is actually my second career. Um, I was slated to be an attorney, okay? I was going to law school. Uh, <clears throat> I was going to law school, and I took the test, applied. I was working already at a firm and everything, and I was doing some work. And I was like, you know what? What happens, though, like, when the client leaves my office or they leave the courtroom, how do they deal with the decision because I'm only able to help them if I get a win, right? Um, but if I lose, how are they gonna pick up the pieces of their life? And so I went through um, a few few transitions and, and situations and I found out I wanted to have a deeper meaning. Um, I wanted to help people more, you know, in a, in a deeper way. So, I was like, man, how can I do that? Do I need to become a psychologist or what? And then I just like, I found therapy. I found being a licensed professional counselor. Went went with it. That's dope. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, anybody else got any other questions? Not me, man. Charisma's been great. Yeah. Oh, thanks. 
think I speak for all of us, man. This has been probably one of our most powerful episodes, I would think, man, just the, the level of transparency and vulnerability that, you know, we all allowed ourselves to express on this, on this platform. Um, once again, beat up, I salute you, brother, for, you know what I'm saying, speaking on, you know what I'm saying, your situation and the things that you're dealing with. Um, we don't know who's going to ever watch these videos or who, who's going to see this stuff. Um, but if we can help one person, you know what I'm saying, from the stories and from your information that you've given Charisma, then it's a win for us all. Um, so we definitely appreciate you, yeah. you know what I'm saying, for coming on. Before we wrap up... Um, especially since you and I both had COVID. Especially since you and I both have COVID. I mean, we be, <laughs> be out here now, okay? Yeah, you, got, you, you got a sinus infection. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> But um, we want to we want to allow you to uh, we want to allow you to give your contact information, any socials. If people are looking for help and looking for therapy, um, how can they reach out to you or your or your your business? Let us know. Hey, Charisma, like what what do you yeah, like to drink? Do you, for do you sure, drink for sure. I, I was going to ask you, do you like? I do. do you like beer? Actually, like, okay. Any recommendations? Um, so are, I am. Yeah, no, I I am a a beer drinker. So I was like, you know, like looking, looking and can, looking at okay. what you guys were reviewing and stuff. I'm like, this is cool. That's cool. Um, so you know, yeah. But I am also though. I'm I'm a whiskey woman. Oh, I love wow. my whiskey. I know. Cool. Yeah. Whiskey. Right. <laughs> Jack, Jack <Daniels>. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I yes, yes. My or my Jameson, my Marcus Smart. You know, <laughs> I like Marcus Smart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> straight but, up. Uh, like, like Eric said, uh, if you can just drop your information, let let the audience know how they can maybe contact or. Yeah, sure. So, um, well, before I do that, though, let me say thank you guys so much for having me. It's well, been you. a joy, um, and thank you guys. Too, I second Eric with like your you all's transparency and, and vulnerability. Um, it's not easy doing that as um, as someone from the culture, but even just as a black male, right? And so um, that's something that's so powerful to be able to see you all exude such strength um, and and passion and vulnerability. Like that says a lot, and that's changing the world. So please keep doing what you're doing and how you're doing it because. It is definitely needed. So thank you for that. Um, however, if you do want to reach me um, or Poppies, you can most definitely visit us at www.poppiestherapeuticcorner.com. Um, you also can em um, email us at info at poppiestherapeuticcorner.com. And then we do have our office number. And that office number is area code 513-570-4068. There it is. Right, well, hey, well, thank you so much. Yes, I know we you. uh we took we took some time to get this planned out, and I'm I'm so happy we made it happen. So yes, um, likewise, likewise. I told well, you all. I said this is gonna be a good pod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we gotta have you back on so we all can uh, yes. get our our free evaluation. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. That's where y'all was getting at talking about. Well, what if they don't need you? Just want to do a check in. Uh -huh. so, so charisma. Hey, say, for instance, I know this friend that's dealing with this. Uh, <laughs> what you recommend right. for him? What does this sound like? What his name is Sil His name is Cillian Biggs. <laughs> <laughs> 
know, please, man, contact me. Contact us. We're here. We definitely support you all's initiative and you all's goals. So thank you again. I look forward to speaking to all of you guys again. Appreciate you. All right. All right. Thanks. Bye, guys. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Hey, once again, thank y'all for tuning in to Hops and Stocks, episode 41. We signing off. Peace. Podcast is presented by Hunter Smoke Media Group. We encourage our listeners to drink responsibly. Please note, we are not financial advisors. We do not offer or provide financial advice. Trademark copyrighted by Hunter Smoke Media Group.